0: Hello, gorgeous people! Welcome to another episode of the Clorgasmic Nail Tech Talks, and today is a special episode. I get to speak to the ray of sunshine that is Hillary from Hillary Dawn Herrera. That is her Instagram name. I've popped it in the show notes, so definitely give her a follow if you don't already. She's got 85,000 followers, and the golden advice that she gives in her content every single day on Instagram is just second to none. She's so, so lovely, so willing to help. And like I said, just honestly a ray of sunshine. I loved, loved recording this episode with her. If you enjoy this episode, please take a screenshot and post it in your stories and tag us so we can see. And remember, if you're a nail tech and you want help building your skills, your confidence or your business, you can get more from me at www.clogasmic.com. Let's get into it. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Clorgasmic Nail Tech Talks. Our next guest is an absolute queen in the niche. I'm so excited to talk to her. Uh, she's phenomenal and she helps so many people. She's so, so helpful on her social media and everything she puts forward is just golden. So for people who do not know about Hillary, hello Hilary. Please just give Hi. us an introduction to who you are and how you got into the wonderful world of nails.
1: Oh my goodness. Thank you for having me on here. I love what you're doing here. I've told you that already, but I need the listeners to know. I love what you're doing here. (laughs) Thank you. Um, Okay. So I've been doing nails, gosh, almost 20 years. And I got into it because I was at university getting my degrees in education and I needed a good income with some flexibility. And I enjoyed doing nails. You know, I was kind of, yeah, who was trying to figure out how to do them and they would come off the next day and all those (laughs) fun things. So I went ahead and went to school and then I, I found that I was really good at it and I was good with people. And so I did it for a lot of years. Um, I don't know how much you want to know. I mean, it's grown from there, right? Yeah,
0: whatever you want to share,
1: we're here for it. Okay. Oh, <laughs> Okay, all of it, all of it. Yeah. You know, I was in, nail tech in the chair for years and years and years and trying different brands and doing different things and, and social media, you know, mm-hmm. came on the scene. And I had started educating for um, my area, became a licensed instructor. and And then I started kind of naturally sharing online but I have to tell you it came from kind of a hard failure that I started Mm. focusing on sharing things on social media um I own a salon lacquered loft and all salons and people you know people's lives go the way they're supposed to go and all of my artists at once went and I felt like I had like put my life my family's livelihood on the line for them to have a space to work. And, and it was, you know, it's just how it goes. Sometimes the world gives you a hard stop and makes you think about what am I doing? And I realized I'd gotten embossed in the mix of it. Mm. And so I started just sharing just authentically what I do and how I teach it um, and all those things. And my Instagram really started taking off and I found, I super enjoyed showing up and having other nail techs who knew what I was talking about, because it's kind Mm. of its own little language.
0: Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And then it's grown from there. My husband came on as runs the salon full time. We've had multiple salons at times. Um, COVID hit. And I started my website for online education. I mean, it's just grown and grown and grown. And Mm -hmm. all of it came from like a side job of while I was at university. Oh my gosh
0: do you know what I love that you said that because I agree with you I think sometimes people's lives like they just kind of do take their own path and they kind of go where they're going to go and you know I just want to say as well you know before we get to into um, the podcast I'm so grateful that you decided to show up online and do what you do because I do feel like you are meant to do what you do and you're meant to share you and what you know with so many people which is what you're doing now because you are phenomenal and you're like a little ray of sunshine on my feed i love what you do and i love seeing your videos and i like i remember some of the first videos i saw of yours were like your reaction videos to other people's work and i was like this is incredible as well something that i love that nowadays it's like you can hype people up while you show what you can do at the same time and yeah. I just love that about you. So I'm, I'm super grateful you decided to do what you do online because you're so good at it.
1: <laughs> so good. Oh, thank you. I have the same, I say that like, you see the goal is we all make it Yeah. and you know, all of our paths within the industry are just unique in their mm-hmm. own and social media can get tricky. We can get kind of comparison and I've done it. I felt it, yeah. but there's so much good. There's so much good.
0: Yeah. Oh, I love that so much. And um, so before you sort of branched out into the nail world and, and had your own business, sort of when you were younger, did you always dream of working for yourself in some capacity or did that just sort of happen?
1: No, I did. I did because yeah. I think about myself as a young girl, I would create businesses This is so funny to share because (laughs) people are like, you're so good at nails. And I'm like, I love nails. But what I'm really good at is creating businesses and troubleshooting and helping you maximize those things. Because I would like make a babysitting business with flyers and like tear off things. And you know, what's so funny. I hated babysitting. (laughs) 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 But making the business and the structure for it was so fun to me. So yes. And then I always would pretend I was teaching. So I took those two things finally as an adult. And I said, I teach and I do business and this is what I'm good at. Yeah,
0: that's so cool. I love that so much. Um, So I love your work, like I said, and everything you do. So what inspires you in terms of like when you create a nail set? Because you've created some killer nail sets I've seen on your Instagram and I'm like, oh, that is gorgeous. What what happens to make you think you're going to do that?
1: Okay, okay. I think that it comes from a few places. I absolutely get inspiration from other nail techs. Mm. I love seeing things they do. And then my mind goes, how can I do that a little different? Or how could we make that a little bit easier to do so that we're not like dreading a client asking for it (laughs) or, you know, (laughs) I'll wake up and think of a new way to manipulate a product. I like, Manipulating things and I like making things feel unique. Mm. And so, even though I might do a tutorial on like, here's how you do lemons, and maybe you've seen me do lemons 12 times, I'm always like, I'm tweaking it with this product this time, or I'm doing this this time, or I decided a different background to make it pop. And I just feel like the inspiration comes from seeing each other in a light of not competition. Mm. And then also, everything around me I've been in the hot tub and like all of a sudden I see the water droplets on the side and I'm like "Ooh, water droplets with the lemons like my brain just like is constantly tweaking constantly
0: that's so so cool I love that and it's true isn't it I think when you when you like eat sleep breathe love something I guess any anything obviously I'm just talking in terms of nails because that's that's my jam like it is yours you see inspiration in literally everything like the amount of times I I was saying in another podcast episode where I've like been in a shop and I'm like taking a picture of an outfit and like to someone else they're probably like oh she wants to send it to a friend or maybe she's thinking oh I'll keep that for that wedding coming up And I'm like no I want to see if I've got a gel color to match exactly this when I get home
1: (laughs) yes yes it's so fun and every once in a while I'm like I know that nails aren't the end all be all, but there's so much joy that comes out of being able to be creative and express and then being able to share mm-hmm. like how in the world would you and I have connected from across the entire world. Mm-hmm. And here we are sitting together today. I mean, how cool is that? It's so cool. It can be anything you want it to be. Mm-hmm. I have trained so many artists because I travel and teach too. And some are doing like, you know, 18 services a day in the chair, and some have tweaked it to a little bit of social media, and some are doing, I've even had artists who are also therapists, and I'm like, oh my gosh, wait, you are missing, like, are you doing that business combo? It's so cool, so inspiration is everywhere, and if you feel overloaded, this is the one thing I will say, you probably are overloaded if you're not getting inspiration take a minute Mm -hmm. turn off turn off your phone Mm -hmm. listen to some loud music in your headphones something you love go for a drive you know you can't pressure inspiration and then when the flow comes use it Mm -hmm. write down when you have 12 ideas so that when you don't have them and you need them you can pull from them but we don't we don't always have to be on
0: yes I love that too It's so so true and I think as well it's um I was saying to someone the other day it's it's almost again like a feeling I feel I've learned it's I can't even put it into words but like those days where I feel like that you know I've definitely had had days where I'm like Do you know what? it's just not coming to me and I've blocked out all this time to create and today it's just not coming and like you say you sort of step back and then a couple of days later, it just hits you. And it's those moments. It's almost like a state of flow that you get into where like an hour passes or two hours passes and you don't, you don't notice that that time's gone. And then you look at the clock and it will be like 1am in the morning and I'm actually need to sleep, <laughs> but it's just yeah. coming and it's, it comes in waves, doesn't it? I think like, don't be too hard on yourself when those, those times come. So I love that you've said that because it's great for people to hear that you know you've experienced it too and and that's how you deal with it so thank you for sharing that with us too. Um, Of course. Like I said touching on the social media side of things I really admire how consistent you are with showing up for your audience and creating content really educational entertaining content from like one end of the spectrum all the way to the other. Um, So what are your top tips for other people out there who want to create good quality content
1: okay I do have some opinions on this because I feel like there's some things you need to do before the steps everybody talks about you know because everybody's going to tell you post once a day and all of that I think you need to sit back and decide why you're wanting to post on social media um my goal was literally to share with other artists and other people in the industry. Whereas if your goal is to build your client, they're going to be different content and that's okay. Mm -hmm. And that's why comparison is kind of a, it's just not good because it, it blocks what you're after. So if you're like, I'm trying to build my clientele, okay, then let's make this a rad free digital portfolio for your clients to reference, and hey, who does your nails? Oh my gosh, let me send you her Instagram or his Instagram mm. or whatever. It's a really you got to think about what you're doing. Whereas if somebody's like, you know, I, I'm uncomfortable. I just want to do press-ons, or you know, even outside the nail industry, what are you doing? Are you knitting because you want to sell what you're knitting, or are you wanting to teach what you're knitting, or are you just wanting some friends to talk to during the day? No answer is wrong, mm. but then from there my biggest advice would be document, document what you're doing. Don't get caught up in creating and making it perfect. And super. for me, that is a creative block and I'm a creative. So if something's blocking me like that, it's a hard stop. Like you're not going to see anything on my Instagram for days and days and days. So I have to tell myself done is better than perfect. And I truly believe those you really want to connect with. Especially if you want clients like real people in your chair, that if you show the human side of you yeah. and you document what you're doing, and like, yes, I love to teach, you're going to see some edited videos. I also love technology. I was the kid who was trying to figure out my dad's computer before he barely got it turned on. You know, <laughs> I'm that old. I'm older than the internet, just so everybody's clear. <laughs> And I'm not even that old. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even 40 yet, but like, guys, (laughs) so I love technology. So when you see me edit and do things, it's because I enjoy that. If you hate that, then stop doing that. Mm. Do what you love. If you love taking a quick picture and posting 12 of them a day for all your clients to see, great. If you want to build social media, that's when you got to lean into, this is social media. You need to be social. Mm -hmm. You need to interact on other people's pages and show up and answer DMs and stuff. Um, Being consistent is important. I tell everybody, make a goal at least once a day. Mm -hmm. And then play, without whichever platform you're using, play with the new things they're releasing. Anything that's new, they're going to favor you. So Mm -hmm. reels is huge right now, right? And they're adding new features to it and doing all Instagrams playing with their reels. So you, in turn, play with the reels. Mm -hmm. You've got to be willing to put yourself out there and mess up, have something not take off and do all that. But documenting is my top thing. Once you know what you're doing and why you're there, Mm. documenting.
0: Yeah, that's so good. It's such important information um, and even you've given me so many food like things to think about there as well so thank you again um and I think for me that was one of the silver linings of like 2020 was that it made it a it made me slow down and b it gave me the opportunity to see the people behind the profiles more because people mm. were like you say, showing up more, documenting more, you know, pivoting their business swift changing parts of their business and, and showing up. And I, I really loved that. I loved seeing the people behind the accounts a bit more. So yeah, even, yeah. even hearing you said, I'm like, it's so true. Like people love people, people buy from people, don't they? And they want to, to see people.
1: Sure, sure. And yes, I've grown mine to like, I have affiliates, so I have Different lines and things I do that I love and all of that. But if I don't show up and bring value mm. to you, then it's just salesy and that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> sucks. And it's not fun. You don't want yeah. sort to of make that like genuine connection that mm. I crave. Yeah. Love
0: that. Um, so like I said as well, the fact that you're willing to share and help inspires me and has always inspired me when I first came across your profile, you give advice from e-filing to pricing tips to even how to reduce the risk of ingrown toenails, self-care tips when running your business, all sorts of things like this. So I love how you show up online. Do you still do clients? Are there a lucky few people out there who get you to bless their hands?
1: I love you for asking that. So when 2020 hit, it was a hard stop for me because I was trying to do everything Mm -hmm. And I was running myself into the ground. Mm -hmm. I was trying to travel and teach, run my apprenticeship programs and get people licensed in my area, run my salon and do my full clientele. And so I made a choice to focus on education. So I don't have a clientele anymore. It was gut wrenching to hand them over. Luckily, I had artists in my own salon that I love and trust that I could you know, hand them over to and know they're being taken care of. In fact, I was in the salon finishing um, some education stuff after I had made that choice. And that choice, I remember crying to my dad about it. I remember talking to my husband, Quinn about it over and over. And one of my clients walked in and she looked at me and I looked at her and she's like, hell don't. And she just started bawling oh. and she, and she wasn't even there and she loves her nail tech now, but you know, there is a connection. And I think that that is where sometimes we get caught up in running our business because it's mm-hmm. beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful to have a connection. So now what I do is I don't do regular clients because I'm not reliable. I'm traveling too much, Mm -hmm. but my artists in the salon, when it's their birthday, they get birthday nails. They call and schedule and they get birthday nails. And then I do my mom's nails. And then my niece, if she has prom or something fun like that, but I'm not, I had to accept that I had moved from that phase Mm -hmm. and I do miss it at Mm -hmm. times. So it's really nice when I get a minute to just do them. I'm doing a few this week, which is so funny. I'm like thinking about the two that I'm doing and taking care of my artists at my salon all week when I used to do I there were days I did 18 services a day. Uh-huh. And so I'm like, it's so funny how that shift has happened. So no, I'm not doing clients right now. Aww. That's the shortest answer that's was such a long answer for your oh, short question. But I love that
0: answer because I feel like I can relate to you so much because that's me now. I've now stepped away from my salon and doing clients, same sort of thing. It was just, I can't do everything that I want to do. Um, and just like you said, it's literally like so bittersweet, isn't it? Because they are your friends. Um, you know, they become friends and there's a really ins- Important relationship there, and I, I had some clients that knew me from from when I was eighteen and single to even when I like first met Jovan and I was like dating him and like after my dates coming in and they're like how did it go and like you're chatting to them about that and then to me, you know having having children with him and all of this, they know the whole journey and starting the salon and all of this, and it's really bittersweet. And even just hearing you say that, I'm like, oh, I get it. Like virtual hug to you because I I totally get the feeling. Um, and yeah I miss I miss them so much but equally love love what I'm doing now which sounds exactly like the same thing isn't yeah. it? so so good
1: and they were supportive too it was beautiful they were supportive yeah but they were sad
0: too you yeah know? yeah that's it it's it's that hard thing and even now sometimes I see some of my clients like comment or like or like we still have little chats like oh I love this look I want these ones and I'm like do you know what I wish I had 12 arms and there was 14 days in the week and 62 hours in the day and then yes
1: <laughs> I could do it all <laughs> absolutely <Yep. laughs>
0: that's what I need <laughs> so what are your favorite looks to wear for yourself personally when you do mm. your nails
1: you know I'm kind of an all-or-nothing girl so I will get caught in wearing a very neutral look but like a really sleek slightly pointy almond like nothing like it on my hands or I love really long coffin with every nail a different design nice like right now I was testing things and I looked down I'm like oh this is different this is different this is different this is different and then the next time you'll see me in neutrals It's I'm just all or nothing man I love it I was literally eyeing up your nails earlier actually I was like oh they look fabulous they look so good (laughs)
0: you're nice you're um, so nice and what are your favorite looks to create then because for me that's quite mm. different like yes if someone comes in and said well, you know back when I had my salon if someone came in and said do whatever you want
1: it wouldn't mm.
0: necessarily be something I would wear
1: do you know what I mean are you the same abstract yes yeah. right off the bat abstract I love there's something about brushstroke abstract and then adding details or even as a background to something that I love. I mean, I have a canvas in my home that I've painted over multiple times and I just keep like adding and changing and they always come out this abstract thing. And then I love when you add elements like tracing of the side of a woman's face or, you know, something that's more. Absolute within the abstract. Again, it's kind of that dichotomy. I love that one or the other, but I will always love an abstract, a watercolor, something that has that mm, to it. Nice, nice.
0: And if you had to wear one plain color on your nails for the rest of your life, it's not going to chip, mm. it's not going to grow out, it's just mm. going to be flawless. What color would you go for and why?
1: Mm. This is hard because I struggle. I think it would be a pinky coral as I lean towards that coral. Nice. Mm -hmm. I think that's what it would be. And I think it would be an almond shape. Nice. Yes. I love that. I feel like that's just,
0: that's the look that I crave every spring, summer. Like every time that weather turns, I'm like, where's the coral?
1: (laughs) That's probably that's probably why I answered that. Ask me again in November. In November, it might be different. <laughs> Something else. Oh, I love that. Um,
0: so you've built up an incredible Instagram profile of 84.8 thousand followers, which is incredible. Um, what advice would you have for people out there who are wanting to focus on building and growing their follower, or their follower um, side of things or their Instagram account and presence?
1: Sure. Um, show up. You got to show up. You got to show up and you've got to be real. People can tell be authentic. You know, one of my favorite things to do that I integrated after I stepped out of the salon was salon chats with Hill and they come and go, but they're in my stories and it's so humanizing because it'll be like those discussions you have in the salon. That's what I miss Mm.
0: those discussions
1: in the salon. So if you bring value to people it will build and then you so you've got to show up you've got to bring value and you've got to be real mm-hmm. and it will grow over time because you keep doing that over and over show up value real show up value real and people are receptive to that you will find your people and your people could be 2000 people your people could be 2 million people it's not as much of the numbers because it's more the quality over quantity And if you're after like growing your Instagram to create an additional income and something like that, you know, I'll tell you right now, companies love working with people. They will always ask about their engagement because they're wondering the quality. Like, are these real people who hear you, who trust you, who are receptive to you? And do you genuinely love our product? Because if you don't, Mm -hmm. it's not going to matter. So show up, bring value and be real.
0: Yeah, that's such good advice.
1: Um, what does
0: a sort of average work day in the life look like for Hillary?
1: Mm. Okay, so average day, I wake up around seven and get my cute little munchkins off to school. I have two boys, they're delicious. And then um, I work better in the morning when it comes to like logistics. So I will sit down at my computer and I'll go through my emails first. And then I have kind of one of those brains that starts getting real creative. So although I want to finish my emails, ideas start popping. So sometimes I'll you know jot that down, as I post. <laughs> <laughs> or I'll just veer over and film. And then um, my husband is also at home with me. He's running the salon and everything, so we're usually doing something together where we check in on the salon, check on the business stuff, and then I will start um, creating. So whether I am creating a new class, um, filming a new class. I have some online classes or filming tutorials for everyone. Um, I'll try to integrate some sort of time where I'm like hands-on with products and playing and then um, pick up the babies from school because it goes so darn fast mm. and they're a little older now. So I'm trying to just be home where they know I'm home, but they don't really need me. It's kind of heartbreaking. (laughs) The next chapter. chapter. So afternoons are tricky for me now because I never know if I should work or if I should be with the family. So um, I will usually at that point, like wrap up. I usually have a class I'm traveling to coming up. So I'll do something along those lines of getting things prepared for it. And then it's dinner time and hang out. At home with the family, we love watching shows on TV um, and, and do that kind of thing. And then every once in a while, I pop back on for a late life just because I have a new product or something. It's like I can't help myself. If there's something fun I want to get my hands on, I can't help it. Yeah. So <laughs> that's usually what happens is I'm up here in my office, my filming room all day, and I go in and out of the house doing family things. And it's mm-hmm. kind of magical. It's different, though. Yeah when I was in the salon, my days would go so quickly and transitioning to less structure is quite a challenge emotionally Mm. since 2020, Mm. but a good challenge, a good challenge. It makes me think about what I'm really doing and what I want to do. So that's kind of my day. Oh,
0: I love that. (laughs) And do you know what? That's so amazing. Like what an incredible experience for your, your sons to be to be able to see you work and see what you and your husband do and what incredible role models for them. That's, that's amazing that they get to see that, you know? I I hope, I hope
1: because they're one of the big reasons, actually, he was eight at the time, but my eight year old said to me when 2020 hit, he said, mom, can you be home more? And I realized that I could be Mm I just needed to make some hard decisions, Mm. and now I'm like, "Hey, I'm home. Come, where are you? Come play with me. (laughs) me. (laughs) Hey, 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 be my friend." But I think it's just that they know I'm available to them, and that that works. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's so lovely.
1: And I Uh, should say, throughout all of that, I'm on Instagram. That's the crazy part. Like, I play in and out of Instagram all day long because I just love it. I love it anyway but you know and I think that's such a good
0: telltale sign that you were destined to do this as well because it sounds even like hearing you you know talk through your day like it sounds like you love your every day and you love what you do and that's when you yeah. know you've you've hit it on the head really of what you're meant to be doing I think you know it is yeah. so true that saying isn't it I mean, I mean I always think of it as a double-edged sword I kind of like this saying and I kind of kind of don't when they say if you do something you love you never work a day in your life I'm like okay I get what you mean but still the hustle has to be there like the work has to be there to get the job done and get stuff done but that feeling of that you are enjoying it and that you enjoy going on Instagram and you know you get to be with your boys and you do I just love that Mm -hmm. sounds
1: sounds so lovely love that it's wonderful wonderful I mean the downside of that is I have to work hard to try to remember my hobbies (laughs) Mm -hmm. like it I'm like what (laughs) what is something besides work I can do to keep a good work-life balance
0: oh my gosh I hear you literally talking to me when you say this because Mm -hmm. it's like what I like to do my hobby and work are kind of all in the same little bowl there Uh and also what I like to watch because would I rather watch a series sometimes or would I rather watch other people on Instagram and be inspired by other people and see what they're doing and watch their IGTV lives and watch their stories yeah I'd rather do that so it's 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 that whole thing Mm -hmm. isn't it sometimes you can be like I need to do another hobby I need a different one
1: (laughs) I told Quinn I need a hobby that I can't make money doing (laughs) because I love I love businesses and I love taking anything into and he's like oh geez and I one thing I did for myself um since 2020 is I have a therapist and I meet with her often and I've kept her even though I'm not in crisis or feeling that and she she will say to me uh-huh. We need to create a hobby that you're not allowed to make money doing. <laughs> just to keep your brain kind of balanced.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's so good though. I guess as well, sometimes it's just good to have that person to remind you because like you say, if you're enjoying it, yes. yeah. It's magical. Yes. It's lovely that you've that you've done all of this. So I think so. That kind of takes me on to our next question. Actually, I was going to say, as you know, I'm all about mindset and positivity as well as the nail side of things. And we kind of touched on it a bit just before we started recording. Um, and you said something that I absolutely loved about how, you know, you've you feel like you've learned so much in your journey and you want to just pass forward the things that you've learned so that other people don't make those mistakes or they can learn from things that you've potentially learned. Um What tips would you pass forward to anybody listening on creating a healthy work-life balance?
1: Um, Okay, I think this is a tricky answer because the business side of me wants to be like, you know, how do I say this? All too often, it goes along with what you just said, actually, with if you do something you love, you never work a day in your life, but you need hustle. Mm. So I would say this, um, commit to yourself for a while, commit to what you're doing, put in the time. It still takes hard work. I mean, it sounds like that's a typical day to me, but I'm not telling you about the times that I'm up until one or two in the morning, you know, doing emails and discussing with brands and and figuring out plans. And last week I traveled and taught and the way the planes went, I ended up being awake for 24 hours without sleep and then two hours of sleep and had to teach. So you don't see- wow, yeah all the things so my answer would be commit commit Mm -hmm. to yourself and and be willing to pivot when you need Mm -hmm. to and and then just keep going being consistent with stuff um i think it can get really discouraging when we have if we're talking to nail tech specifically You know, we're creative beings most of the time. Mm -hmm. And when things aren't working out, that's really hard. So the next thing I would say is creating a structure around you that works for you. So Mm -hmm. policies and procedures that work for you and make sense to you. Mm -hmm. So your policies, your procedures, your pricing, those three, those three P's policies, procedures, and pricing they work for you. You don't necessarily just copy and paste someone else's. So if it makes sense to you, you'll be consistent with it. And that will help move you along. Cause I mean, isn't, isn't the whole point of what keeps humanity going is that the people who come next do better than the people who are before they move forward. I mean, forward is better than better, but, um, And so if you can get yourself on that train of like policies, procedures, pricing, and still be need to be creative and then look for inspiration and move forward and learn from those who came before you, you're going to be set if you're willing to continue doing that. Mm -hmm. I mean, when I have people show up in class who've been doing nails longer than me, I'm like, everybody listen up. There's something to be learned today from this person, like Their experiences. So keep going. Don't give up. Reach out. I love this podcast. I love that you're creating a positive place for people to come and hear others share experiences. And it's not all roses, Mm -hmm. it's not all good. You know, we all learn, we all grow. I think back to when I was in a salon and behaved immaturely or you know made a rash decision or you know that's part of growing up mm. don't give up keep going and do better when you know better
0: yeah thank you so much value there and I love that we we had the chat we had you know before I was recorded actually there were so many gems though I should have recorded earlier yeah. right <laughs> um but I yeah I'm really grateful that you are a doing this podcast with me but that you put out there what you put out there because I think exactly like you said even that that everything you say there's so many gems in what you're saying and I do think we can learn something from everyone and it's such a magical time really for nail text newbie text existing text long term text that we have the internet and we have social media and you you can learn from people without even leaving your house without even going out of your front door you know there's kind of magic it's yes. absolutely magic. Like when I think back to when I was sort of learning at the very beginning, and even like those early years of my journey, it was really hard to find place. You know, YouTube wasn't a thing per se. You know, I couldn't just Mm-mm. sit in YouTube or sit in Instagram. It was kind of just just play and see what, what happens. And I think a lot of the, they were my friends It came from a good place. Um, but the girls that I worked with in the salon when I had a job, we're like you you just keep playing with all this stuff and do you even know what you're doing and you have way too much time on your hands keep slapping stuff on your nails <laughs> and then taking them off and then doing it again and I'm like now there's literally communities of people like that like-minded people who we all do it and we all can talk about it we all get excited about it and mm-hmm. yeah there was so much you said there that's so so good thank you
1: mm. Oh, I'm happy to share. I probably, I'm an oversharer, so keep me on track. (laughs) No, I love that. This is what we want. This is why you're the perfect
0: guest for the podcast. Um, So for people who, one thing that I'm trying to collect from every single guest on here um, is like their one thing. So whether it's like a quote that someone said to you or a book that you read that you could recommend or one thing that sort of pops in your head, when times are tougher you know they might have been like past times when maybe you've doubted yourself or you've struggled with creativity what's the one thing that sort of pops in your head or the one thing that you run to to read or to watch or something like that
1: okay yeah I definitely have these um gosh it's so hard to give one but I'm Mm -hmm. gonna I'm gonna say this there is a book there's an author Jen Sincero she wrote a book you are a badass oh my gosh yes. I literally got it here under my table it's the best. and anytime I was taking you know a stretch like a leap a little bit um opening my salon okay well now the salon did well and we need to open yes you've got it right there I love it. <laughs> and, and I would go for walks and mm. I would listen to it because it kind of resets your brain. And you know, she talks about in there, you know, you're gonna open your big place, whatever, and somebody's gonna drive a car right into it. And I experienced that when like I opened it, I did all this, and then my artists their lives went different directions and they mm-hmm. were gone. And I was like, This is my car. Mm-hmm. I need to keep I need to keep driving. I need mm-hmm. to keep going, not driving. Whew, that analogy got away from me. But I like know, I know what you I mean. need to, <laughs> but I need to keep going and and I feel like it's realistic. So that's that's a book I love. I tell every, every entrepreneur who's wanting to grow, who's wanting to do something different, like go listen to You Are a Badass. Go yes. read You Are a Badass. Like do that and um, keep going. Oh my God. It just when I thought I couldn't
0: love you anymore,
1: you literally
0: <laughs> said about the book. I've said this to, I think it's two, don't quote me on it, but two other episodes on this podcast. I've said to people after this question, they've sort of, you know, given their words of wisdom. And I've said, normally, if they touch on like the personal development route, if they say they're into it or if they say they're into books, I'm like, but have you read Giribaldas? Because it's so good. And I know exactly that bit um, you're talking about. And I think she just has a really good way with words. It like makes you laugh, but it's it hits home. And yeah. It's fantastic mm-hmm. so thank you for sharing that with us as well of course oh, of course love that um mm-hmm. so who are your inspirations as well it doesn't have to be mm-hmm. anybody uh, now world related but who inspires you
1: um I tend to find myself looking towards like other entrepreneurs mm-hmm. I love listening to some of the things like Gary V shares I have kind of gathered and found um inspiration from, you know, it is, it is along the personal development line, like Gabrielle Bernstein. That's another good book. The universe has your back. So good. Mm-hmm. I, I reach towards these kind of people. Oh, Brené Brown, Brené Brown. If you haven't listened to it. Nice. Yeah. Okay. She is a, she is a wonderful re- mind reset for me. And so I admire those people who are willing to share their experiences In business so it's usually Mm. business it's usually Mm. business people and people who experience life and maybe not a quote-unquote perfect life who are willing to share that Mm. I I reached you and I'm inspired by
0: yeah that's so cool um and if there's anybody out there who hasn't started their journey into the nail industry yet keeps watching on Instagram keeps seeing things but there's just that like they're not sure whether to take the leap or not what would you say to them
1: I would say gather gather some information Mm. maybe maybe make a few calls just you know follow through for yourself make it you know I know it's out of your comfort zone but maybe call a nail school and just find out how much money and what the commitment is Mm. maybe when you're getting your nails done if in your area they allow licensing through nails apprenticeship programs it's different everywhere ask some questions you know, just gather because all too often we want to make these dis- big decisions and we feel pressure, and so we just get overwhelmed and stop because we don't have information. Mm-hmm. There's you don't have to commit to anything. Just start asking around, start mm-hmm. getting some information, and then if it's good for you, I feel like it will line up, and you'll know when you want to take that jump.
0: Yes, yes, that's such good advice. Honestly, that's that's the best thing you can do, isn't it? It's just. Just really feel it out, feel out the industry. Don't put too much pressure on yourself and just sort of go for it. So good. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you could talk to young Hillary before you started Mm -hmm. out, what bit of advice would you say to her? What would you say to your younger self?
1: You're going to mess up Mm -hmm. and it's going to be okay.
0: Oh, I love that. I wish you say that to young Chantel as well, please. Can we rewind the clock? <laughs> yeah, right. You say that to me too. Yeah, it's so true. Because I think I, I read a quote the other day. Who was it? Uh, Tony Robbins. I think yes. it was him. And he said, I'm sure it was him, it might not be, but so don't quote me. But it was the quote was, the biggest problem is we all believe we shouldn't have problems. and I was like that's so true and like even you just saying that it's so true like things happen you're gonna mess up but it's gonna be okay you know like when I think back to my early career and the things I did and the mistakes I made or the times when like nerves got the better of me and I messed up or I didn't take that opportunity or I didn't do it um, and then I almost beat myself up about it I shouldn't have thought that that was, I shouldn't have like fed that so much. Like we're going to have problems. You're going to have hurdles. Things aren't going to go the way you want them to or the way you plan them to, but that's okay. And and like you said, yeah. just, just keep going.
1: I mean, if I hadn't had those moments of failure that made me think I failed, all my artists left or this and that, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing today. Mm-hmm. So trusting that it's, you know, you're where you're supposed to be. Mm. and just keep at it and it's okay that you've messed up yeah i love that and i
0: again back to what you do so grateful for you being how you are online as well so for me and like our our um sort of friendship and how we started yeah it was so lovely that the first time I reached out to you you were exactly how you were in your in your (laughs) feed. I think I like squeaky squeaky voice note you every now and then or like like and talk to you and just the fact that you messaged me back you were happy to message me back and all of this stuff so again like I said I you know everything you've done is incredible in your in your journey but you're Mm. definitely destined and amazing at what you do now now because I remember that feeling of, of when you replied to me and I was like oh my god mm. she's so lovely like she's just as lovely as the reel that I've just watched 10 times over and thought yeah that's so hey. good
1: <laughs> so it's thank so you good. for saying that it's important to me that I'm not I mean I don't have the energy to be someone else mm-hmm. you know what I mean mm-hmm. and if you're if somebody listening right now feels caught in that because I think we can all relate mm. to those moments when you're trying to be something you think everybody else accepts. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, I hope you take this as permission to just show up how you are because, and that's why I can keep doing, that's why I can have the consistency Mm. because people aren't expecting me to show up a certain way. Mm. They just want me to show up. Mm. And so thank you for saying that because that validates for me that I am still showing up how I want to.
0: Oh, 100%, a 100%. And I think, you know, <laughs> now I'm working more online, and I do, you know, I want to reach out and talk to people. And I'm so passionate about this, and, you know, building a community and a place for people to learn from people who I'm, you know, I'm inspired by, you know, I still get so excited when I get that response, because yes. I think as well, when somebody, uh, you know, I've had a couple of people as well, we've spoken about it say you know if anybody out there has any any questions you know message me and I'll message back and I always try to do that but I'm also equally aware that behind each profile there's a person with a family with a life Mm -hmm. with a million other things to do so the fact that you replied and you replied how you replied and we could have our conversation and then grow from there I was just like oh my gosh she's
1: She's incredible. Well, you're a gift. I oh. love, and anytime you voice message me, I'm like, I'm just gonna listen to her one more time. <laughs> She's got a. You have a lovely voice. You are this podcast. Oh. I was just. I mean, I love all the people and the value you're bringing. But I'll also be listening for your voice. Oh, <laughs> I love thank it. Thank you. <laughs> so, please, anything you are willing to share. What are your
0: ultimate goals for the future?
1: Okay, so I have this thing brewing in my head that I am super focused on right now. I want to empower other nail techs to make good money, yes. to have a work-life balance and make good money. I have a saying that's on the main page of my website, hdhhub.com, that says, you know, basically making more money gives you more choices and louder voices. Mm -hmm. And I do feel like we've slipped into this funny thing in the service industry, I say with quotes, because we somewhere have identified ourselves as um, not worthy of living a beautiful lifestyle Mm -hmm. and getting, getting your nails done is always a luxury service. Always, always is not required. Always, always. And the key to that, to making more money, because I love building businesses and all that is making sure your quality is there. Mm. So that's why I hit so hard the education and the learning new products and adjusting, because if you can really hone in your quality, then we can take your policies, your procedures, your prices, and really scale them. Where you are making wonderful money. I love making money. And I feel like more people need to just admit it's a it can be a wonderful thing. And you can live a life with more choices and you can have a lot of voice and things. And hopefully you use that for good. Yeah. <laughs> but that is my goal. I'm 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 addicted to helping Nail Techs in every single class I teach. I go back to what it says on the top of my Instagram where it says helping nail techs make six figures plus mm. I, I walk them through like what are you making what do you need to do to get to six figures plus plus?" and I show them how they can adjust their speed and how they can adjust their pricing and how we can meet in the middle and how it's reachable how it's attainable mm. um I was telling you when we were talking off recording that I'm currently sitting in a home that I bought with my income only. And there's a beautiful car in my garage that I bought with my income only. And it wasn't because my husband couldn't. It was because he is like, you know, let's have these goals together and he's going to purchase something else and we'll, we'll grow and learn these things together that nobody taught us. Nobody Mm. taught us. And um, he really celebrates me, especially as a woman saying, hey, I love running businesses and I'm freaking good at it. And I'm really good at making money and I love money. And there's no shame in that. So I wanna spread that like wildfire. I wanna teach people how to make money. I wanna teach people how to get there. And so, yes, you see a lot of technique and quality and products, but that's because that's such a key ingredient. And when we can hone that in, oh buddy, there's no limit. Oh my
0: gosh, I literally love everything you've just said. Because we were talking about this, weren't we? And I feel like it's so important. I've definitely had these conversations with people as well. And I'm like, it's great that you love the nail industry. It's great that you love doing nails. It's great that you want to learn. Uh, I just think of instantly in terms of like, on on a smaller part of it, with nail art, when I speak to people and they say they don't charge for nail art, I'm like, why? Why are you not charging? It's great that you love what you do, but at the end of the day, it's a business. You have to make money. You are putting food on your table. You are paying your yes. bills. You are qualified. You've put all this money out there. And I just love that you've said that. It's something that, oh, I literally just get so excited when hearing you talk about it because I love that. And there's so many people out there who are willing to help, like yourself. And are willing to cheer each other on, and I think mm-hmm. the topic of money and making money in this niche in this industry is something that isn't spoken about. And I just love that you've said that. I literally right.
1: And if we can get all on the same page, we're not undercutting things. And this has nothing to do with your worth. I do mm-hmm. not like the phrase "charge your worth." Mm-hmm. It's all about charge your value and your availability. And your what your hopes for are for your business. Like there's a formula to how Mm. you do it. And I try to share that so that you can, yes, have emotion involved when it comes to caring for people. Mm. But you're not putting your emotions into your business decision. So my goals are to spread it like wildfire. And I'm I'm learning the ways to do it. And for sure, I'll use my social media to do it.
0: Yes. Oh, I love that so much. Thank you so much for sharing that with us um so for anybody else out there listening where is the best place for us to have more hillary in our lives where are the okay. must-have places they need to know
1: okay so they have to come my instagram yeah so it's Hillary, it's hillary don herrera and so it's kind of long and i should probably consider shortening that <laughs> Just <realized. laughs> it's a beautiful name it's, a, it's a, i love my name it's hillary with one l h-i-l-a-r-y-d-a-w-n-h-e-r-r-e-r-a Um, is my Instagram. And then if you are wanting on there, I have a link in my bio that's like to my website, hdhhub.com. I have a link to, I do have a YouTube. I'm not great at YouTube. That would be another thing that I, I would, I should probably take some classes on that because isn't it in everything's so involved, every platform, you just, yeah. I, I always tell people, you know, what I did is I just picked one that I loved and I love Instagram. It's yes. easy for me to use. And I ran with that and then I'm learning the other mm-hmm. things, you know, yeah. and then I have links to products I'm currently buying and using. I have links to classes I'm teaching. So Instagram has a huge hub for that. But then if that's hard to remember, hdhhub.com, I have the links and things there as well. That's just growing as I go here. So that's how you get me.
0: Amazing. Well, I'm going to pop all the links um, to your website, to your Instagram, in the show notes of this, guys. See so if you are listening to this. Please just scroll down and there will be clickable links that will take you straight to Hillary and all of her incredibleness that she puts on the internet. But thank you so much for your time. I'm so grateful.
1: Oh, this has been pure joy to me. And of course, I to everyone listening, reach out to me. I'm not perfect at DMs and things, but comments things like that i genuinely want to connect with you and if i can be just a small part in your journey um i'm grateful for that
0: thank you so so much and thank Thank you, you everyone for listening thank you bye isn't she just fab honestly i was beaming after i recorded this episode with her She's just so lovely and I feel like she shared so much in this episode, so thank you so much Hillary. but I loved what she touched on there about making money and I think it's something that people don't really talk about in our industry and it's something that's so important. Yes, we love what we do, that's great, but we need to make money. Stop undercharging yourself, start having a bigger vision for your goals and your future and what you want because you really can achieve anything you want to if you put your mind to it. Thank you so much for listening. Again, if you are a nail tech and you are looking to build and grow your skills, your business, or your confidence, check out www.clawgasmic.com. And if you enjoyed this episode, please, please take a screenshot and share it to your stories so we can see. Thank you so much again for listening and I'll catch you next week.